Hello. Welcome back to Self-Care with Gracie podcast. This is Gracie, and I'm podcasting to you from my closet. Thank you, Ann Friedman, for this suggestion, um, because the acoustics are better in here. And it's it's Saturday morning, and the, the sun is just coming up right now. And I'm feeling a lot of possibility in this moment. And it's, it's because my, my birthday is coming up (laughs) and it's the end of the year. And the holidays for me are always a time to really reflect on what's important to, uh, slow down a little bit and also to reevaluate. So when we move into the next year that, um, we're oriented in the way that it's going to serve us the most. So I, I don't know about you, but like my birthday has always kind of been hard for me. I I, my birthday's on December 15th and, um, my brother's is on December 14th and my dad's, uh, was on December 18th. He passed away last year and you have Christmas. Um, and those of you who go to holiday parties know that most people plan their holiday parties for like that weekend or that week. So it's just a time of so much activity and growing up, it felt like my birthday always got, you know, pushed to the, uh, the back burner for a lot of people. And it's, it's because we all have bandwidth and, and it's the time of year where our bandwidth is like maxed out the most. But this always felt really challenging for me because I want to be special. I want, I was going to say I wanted to be special, but I'm like, Oh no, 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 still completely want to be special. <laughs> and it, it caused me a lot of pain over the years. I remember this experience in college in, uh, I was a freshman year of college. I think I was already feeling kind of homesick and my first birthday really away from home. I had a boyfriend at the time and he got really excited about making me, it was this like the special apple cake. And he had gotten up early, worked in, he worked in a restaurant, so he got up early and made this cake and, and I went to go see it. And like, I just like burst into tears, like, (laughs) and what it was, it was, it was like this residual pain that would come up every birthday. And, and those of us who were starting to get a little bit more in tune with ourselves and our cycles of throughout the years might see that there are some patterns. Like it's like one time of year might feel a little bit more intense or you might feel more up or more down. And for me, it's, it's always been my birthday. So it's, it's interesting to, to merge into like a more conscious state of adulthood, which I, I hope I'm in right now. I'm trying. <laughs> and to be like, all right, well, how can I go into a birthday, which is, which is a celebration of, of life, a celebration of my life, a, a chance to evaluate and, and, not feel like I need to negate it, which is definitely the instinct. And and I think this is where caused me the most birthday suffering was like, I would feel like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. Everyone's busy. I know I won't take it personally. And the day would come. Um, and then I would get so sad that nobody had planned anything for me or that people hadn't, you know, put me on, on specialness. And of course people did. It's just like, for me, I find out when I'm in that suffering mindset, like people could be, giving me the best birthday present and throwing me a party and I would still be sad. Like this, this boyfriend made me this amazing cake and I was still sad because I was locked into my own suffering, which is what suffering does is it, it locks you into not being able to see what's actually available and wanting to engage you in your life. So as I move into adulthood and I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to repeat past patterns 
And, and that's one of my favorite philosophies throughout Ayurveda and yoga is that like, if, if it causes you suffering, like see if you can do something different, like suffering that can be avoided should be avoided. That's, that's from the yoga sutras. That's like thousands of years old book market. It's a, it's a good one. And so it's like, well, what would make me feel good? It's like, well, I guess, I guess it would be just like planning something for myself or at least asking somebody for what I need. And I've, I've done that the past few years, right? I think about like, what would be the most fun thing for me to do on my birthday? Like, how do I want to celebrate this last year of life, which involved so much beauty and so much heartbreak every year of my life has involved beauty and heartbreak and growth, which is never easy and, um, triumph, which is always fun to celebrate and wonderful friends and family and the, the maturation of my own process. So it started to just really look at every year, like what would be the most fun and I'm going to say life-giving way to celebrate. And, and in the past it's been, um, going for a wintry walk and, and going out for Indian brunch afterwards. I love that birthday and planning, uh, an, a, a benefit to raise money for an organization that I cared about teaching a, an outreach yoga class that felt meaningful to me going uh, to New York City last year to visit some amazing friends and support my dear friend Sarita as she launched her her dance um, series, uh, For the Love of Dance. Check it out. It's amazing. And so this year, I was like, what what feels most alive and passionate for me? And and what do I want to do? And so I sat down. I was kind of thinking when I when I think about something, I I like I like to just like love the question for a while. Like there's there's a part of the logical brain and something in our culture that I think we think if we have a question, we need to have the answer immediately. So my practice is like, okay, here's the question and I'm going to sit with it and love it. It's a great question. What's, what's the best way to celebrate my life this year? And the only thing that came up for me was like me blowing out the candles on a gigantic pink cake. Um, and, and I laughed cause, uh, not, I don't, I'm not like a, super girly girl, love pink kind of thing. But that was like persistent image. And I was surrounded by people and I was blowing out these candles and I was like, wow, that cake looks like kind of a big deal. So I started to think, okay, well, if that's really what I want, like, how can I give that to myself? And my, my stepmom is an amazing baker. So, and she makes me a cake every year. Thank you, Jen. You're awesome. And I, so I went to her and said, I want to have this cake on my birthday. I think I need to plan a gathering so people can help me eat it, but this is the cake I want. And as soon as I was saying it to her, it clicked for me of like, oh, I, what I actually want to do is I want to promote Jen because she's a great baker and she's been really wanting to start her own baking business. People are already paying her to make cakes and uh, she wants to make more of a living out of it. So in that moment, I was like, oh, of course, make me a cake and I will invite, you know, as many awesome women as I can to try your cake. And that felt like so aligned for me like that. That was what I wanted was actually something that might help other people. So I um, started to like get more excited. I'm like, OK, well, how do I gather people? And I, I was looking at different options and I just recently been asked to, to join an artist studio collective here in D.C. called the Lemon Bowl. Beautiful um, place that I, I'm so lucky to be a part of. And that ended up being a great loca- location for it. And I, I started to think about like, well, who, who what kind of, what we're going to eat besides cake? People have a stomach ache. And my brother's girlfriend, um, has a, a, a business called why food works where she educates people about 
healthy eating and gives private cooking lessons, but she does it, she's a nutritionist. So she does it from that perspective of like, this is actually how you find healthy habits in your food. So I was like, I would love to promote Sarah. Why doesn't she help me make some breakfast food? So Sarah's making me breakfast food. One of the artist ladies, um, Holly Simmons from the, um, she has this company called Cell Life where she makes terrariums and, and flower arrangements. So she's doing the flowers and the decorations, the landlord of the building he owns a, a coffee house called the Colony Club, and he's going to be offering 50% discount so we can go across the street and get some great coffees. And it's, it just, it clicked of like, okay, well, I, I want to help us. I want and I had a vision of like, I want a place where women in DC, sorry guys, this is just, it's going to be a ladies brunch for, for this year. Maybe next year we'll, we'll include the men in it too. But I wanted the ladies in DC to be able to really connect to each other and to promote ourselves. And I see it so often in myself and in others, this tendency to want to stay small and to apologize for ourselves. This, this happens in wanting to like physically be small and being obsessed with like always being like as skinny as we possibly can. And I, I, I can and will record a podcast just on that because I think that is just, that's a really important issue to unpack right now and bring consciousness to. But I, I hear it in our words too, that we, we don't want to own our awesomeness and, and we're moving into a time in our culture where we as, as strong heart centered women, especially entrepreneurs, like we need to own our awesomeness and we need to put ourselves out there. And I've, it's scary as hell. I've, I've been my own business person. I've owned my own business for the past six, seven, going on eight years, I think doing photography and teaching yoga and leading retreats and now starting um, this coaching business. And all of it has been about me having to put myself out there. And, and all of it has been scary. I don't, I don't know if we ever get away from that. And, and saying it out loud now, I'm like, wow, that's kind of like what my birthday drama was about. Like I wanted to put myself out there. I wanted to celebrate my life. And I felt like in some way that I wasn't being you know, a good person if I, if I brought attention to myself or asked for things. And so this, this birthday has really been the opposite of that, of being like, nope, I want to promote myself. I want you guys to, to, to listen to it. I want to listen to your promotion. I want you to wear the outfit that feels most, uh, too much for you. Like I would wear that, but it's too much. Like that's the outfit I want you to wear. And, and I want to see what happens. Like I want to experiment and find, find a new way to, to connect to one another and a new way to support ourselves. And I, th I think we all have a hard time supporting each other because it, it, supporting each other really, it, it can bring up a lot of, it can bring up jealousy. It can bring up fear. It can bring up, you know, insecurity that we're not, we're not able to help right away. We don't know, you know, we push things away. So to create a place where it's like, no, we're just going to, we're just going to listen and we're just going to get excited. We're going to taste the wonderful food. We're going to eat the delicious cake. We'll look at the flowers and, um, and we'll have a, we'll have a celebration of, of life, my life, I guess. And, and then everyone's lives. And, and that to me felt really exciting. And, and that's going to happen on Sunday. Uh, and, and then I'll let you know how it goes with it. But what, what I want the takeaway if there is a takeaway from all this other than hearing me ramble on about my birthday is that if you have birthday blues, like dig into them, like what would you really make you happy? And if it's a crazy thing, explore it like that, that crazy thing of me wanting the pink cake was my inner child wanting this pink cake. But my inner child is like a, she's crafty and she's fun and she's imaginative and she has no limits on her when she feels safe and heard. 
And so following that thread has, has led to, I, I think, 70 women have RSVP'd right now, yes, that they're going to come. And who knows what will come out of these 70 women hanging out. I already have more ideas of ways I'd like for us to connect in D.C. and maybe even in other places around the, the globe uh, as a way to support ourselves. And so I guess I guess the, the last part I want to say here is that I all of this has asked has forced me to to ask for things. Um, Amanda Palmer has a wonderful book called The Art of Asking. I think that's what it's called. And um, it's uh, it's really good. It's all about how hard it is for, for people to ask for things, how much shame it brings up, and about how she's created a, a band and a community around her band and um, now as a speaker and a writer all around asking for, for help from people. It's really hard for me to do because it takes it takes a lot of vulnerability to ask for something. Like when I'm giving, I'm in the driver's seat. I'm in control. But when I'm asking, I'm like, I, my hand is outstretched and I and I don't know if it's going to be filled or not. Like Sunday could be not great. That's that that's a possibility. But the I, what feels like the most important thing for me is is like to keep my hand outstretched, my palm open, and within that. To, to be able to breathe into the shaky space of, of not knowing what I'll receive and, and yet wanting it. So I'm going to like, just be in that space for a second. Like, I don't, I don't know how you'll receive this podcast. Like I'm just offering it out. My palm is open and just hoping that, you know, it's received by you and it, and that in the receiving that you're, you're giving something back to me by listening and maybe forwarding it to a friend or it's like, we don't know what, what our asking or what our, um, what our, I guess our giving too even means. And, but I do know that it's, it, when I, when I can let myself really receive, it connects me to other people. And when I don't let myself receive, I feel, I feel like, like a burden and walled off and, and crying over a cake that somebody is like wanting to give me. And I don't, I don't want to cry over the cake. I want to laugh over the cake. Maybe, maybe tears of joy would be okay. But it, it has to start with like my intention and my, my asking. So I've asked a lot. I've, I put things on, there's a little forum for the Facebook invite and I've asked for a few things and it's felt scary and it's felt cool to see how much people respond. And, and what it is, is that like, it brings joy to others to give to us. And it, it, um, it brings humility to us to receive. And, and that cycle is, it's a really important and beautiful cycle. And so as we move into this holiday season See if you can do that. Ask for help. Ask for help with the dishes. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. See if someone else wants to do it. If no one else wants to do it and you have to do it, then you know you tried. You know, the, then, and the muscle is built in the, the action of it rather than in the, the, the perfection of it. I, I really want us all to feel like we can mess up as we try these things out. So it's like if you want to promote yourself more and be unapologetically great and wear that outfit and you feel insecure as you do it, do it. I just, I shaved half of my head off this week in this new crazy haircut. And it, 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 you know, I'm, I feel insecure about it. Like it, it looks great. And sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, I love it. And you know, the response has been great, but also I feel I had to go to this, uh, tea for these, for lawyers. Uh, it was, I was doing a little marketing and networking and I was like, like middle school scared. I was like, just like in the Uber on my way there being like, how are these ladies going to receive me half a shaved head? And of course it was great, but it was like sitting in that vulnerability of not, of not knowing, taking a risk. So there's, there's vulnerability in that. And, uh, and then for a lot of us, it is really just like 
asking for help and not feeling like we have to do it all because it makes us angry. It makes us unpleasant to be around. It cuts us off from what we really want. And so we can do it and we can be imperfect in it. So just try and let yourself have all the feelings around it. And um, I'm going to ask you to do it, actually. So for my birthday present this year, I'm asking you to stretch your borders, to open your heart, to leave your palm outstretched a moment longer than might feel comfortable in the in the spirit of of allowing the the love and the gifts of of our own life to to move into into existence into our heart so we can keep the cycle going and bring love and healing into this world which is my intention so thanks for listening i'll check back in i hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season and take care of yourselves bye bye Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also, write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place. <laughs>